All right, I guess we'll uh, head out. All right, but before you go, I got to tell you how to open the secret door. Okay, so we pick back up with our characters a couple hours later. You have made a uh, sort of winding and roundabout path through Macklin, doubling back on yourself several times, trying to find if anybody is following you. You find no evidence that the elf you saw earlier or anyone else is particularly interested in you. And you're now back on the ship uh, in the galley, and you guys can discuss the meeting with Foss and whether or not you really do want to take this job. Just a couple hours later. A couple hours later, um, the captain's quarters is destroyed. There's big claw marks on the inside of the door where he's trying to get out. There's a big owlbear poop on your desk. There's some pellets of mice, I, bones. I, w- I would imagine that I'm promptly cleaning this and I'm not part of this group discussion <laughs> at this point. That was going to be the first thing out of Evan's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so Evan will look at Cade and uh, say, well, now that we have a job... Uh, what's your take on this character? You know, I'm really thinking I, I could get a nice coat out of that little owlbear. You son of a bitch. You know, he, he's holding his jacket and it's yeah. got this giant claw mark through it. Cade. Cade, back to reality. This is reality. It's important. More importantly, Everett, I think you have the most to lose from this. Probably, but we already signed on for the job. Is this job with... To merely get a key for from an elven magistrate really worth becoming a singed? Because that's very much a possibility. It might be. Maybe I stay behind. I don't... Maybe we've you got, should stay behind and it should only be Thorn Gage and me. We've got, a couple, we've, we've got a couple days to figure it out. I'm more concerned with the fact that we have a strange elf that was tailing us. And we somehow forgot to ask Foss if he has any relation to this elf i think you guys need to go back into the city of macklin and find out more about Voss and who he works for because this could be a setup very easily get that feeling too kate says finally putting his coat down i always have that feeling oh i don't doubt you i mean we're gonna have to spend a couple days getting getting information and watching this guy's house i also think we should try to get more information on laos Zymer. that should be pretty easy if did he really is an elven magistrate, then yes. Did you get a good look at the elf following us? I did not. So elves dominate this setting. Like most people you run into are, an el- are elves, and all citizens are em- citizens of the empire. But within that, I mean, you have imperial elves who are part of the government, who are soldiers in the government, and then you just have people who own the local tavern who might be elf or who owns the shipyard might be an elf. That doesn't mean they necessarily have any loyalty to the empire, but they're elven. So it makes it difficult to know, like you, for example, you know, Everin, you were an, an elf, but you don't really believe in the empire, which is why you were smuggling sin. So there are certainly more elves out there who are just trying to get up by, do the right thing. And then there are those who are hardcore into the empire and will turn you in for a pat on the head and a cookie. Well, you know, we also have another problem and that's our timeline. If we need to make a, if we need to make a fast getaway, then we're going to, I guess, have to 
blow off your contact. Perrin, if he gave us a week's minimum and a week and a half maximum, I say we keep it to a week. And if Perrin doesn't get back to us in time, I'm pretty sure he'll understand, and we'll just try to get him a message the next place we come to. Perrin is no amateur. He'll send you a message through magical means, if need be. He's right, though. Perrin is a pro. And that's why I'm not too concerned about whether or not we get the message back from him. If he doesn't hear back or on the agreement of the message or that we got it, he'll either send it again or he'll wait for me to contact him. So that I'm not so worried about. What I am worried about is getting stabbed in the back or getting turned in. So I suggest that we do an extremely thorough job the next, say, two days looking at schedules, scouting the town, our route back, and perhaps someone other than Lander maybe follows Cassandra around to make sure she's not going to any unusual places on Foss's behalf. I think our number one priority should be trying to find out what Laos Lymir has in his vault. Why does that matter? To find out if it's worth it for us to raid this place. If this guy is sending us on a mission to get some key that's important to him in some secret vault, anything in there is probably worth it. What if we open the vault and the only thing in there is the key? Then this guy owes us a favor. No. His terms was, he got the key, we got what else was it? Anything else that was in there. Then we, we don't ke- know this guy. Like, what if he's setting us up? Then we keep the key until he pays us, then. Either way, we're going to get something out of it. We're not sticking our necks out for anything. For nothing? Yes, that. <laughs> I think I think we should... I think we should... I, I think you guys should do two things. I think we should try to find out what's in the vault and try to find out more about Voss. I think while we're getting Cassandra to start working and doing some shifts and learning more and gathering information. While she's doing that, we should be gathering information on Voss and on the vault itself. We could always go back to Cassandra at Voss's place and just get the information from her about the schedules and whatnot. That would save us some time. Well, isn't that what she's doing? Isn't she getting the information for us? She's just in there getting she's just in there getting the job, but we could ask her. I mean that would make sense, right? Yeah, but you know what kind of do you want to rely on her? She's an unknown. Let's try to get information from her. Well, she's not going to stop us from getting that key. No, I'm just saying, for all we know, she's never done anything like this before, and the quality of information she gets might not be good. She's not not a pro at this. Why don't we have her go in, and we will verify the information to see how good she is? That's fine. We can, either way, we have to scout. Let's uh, let's get an early start in the morning. Speaking of scout, anybody else seen sticks? Not since he left the boat. All right. Hey, question about sticks. Does he know Foss, or how did he find out about this job? Did he tell you? He was a little short on details. So your last friend that we're doing a job for stabbed us in the back. What's the over-under on this guy doing the same thing? Well, given that I saved Stick's life, hopefully not very good. I mean, Longbeard's just a businessman, and and the money was too good, and he got stupid. But uh, you don't have to make the argument. If you say he's good, he's good. 
You hear from the distance, hey, I like Longbeard. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> Longbeard? <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, so we're agreed we need a scout. Who's doing what in the morning? All right, what I'll do is I'll I'll hit the local uh I'll hit the local dives in Macklin and see what I can dig up. Try not to get too drunk doing so. Hey, you know me. I'm always consummate professional. I think I have a plan. I think I should go into town and I should go up to one of my contacts. I should get them alone and I should pretend to attack them and then I will explain to them who I am and get them to use their magic to tell me more about Laust. I don't think that's a good idea to reveal yourself. I'm only, Especially if it causes a scene. I would only reveal myself to the individual I'm looking for. Can you absolutely 100% trust them? Yeah. I've known them for a very long time. All right. If you trust them and won't go sideways on us, then we'll. I think we should do it. I don't like it, but if you think it'll help, you've got your job. I think we should assign Lander to casually walk about town, perhaps make a map so that we know our escape route, and get a look at the outside of this magistrate's mansion. Maybe give Lander a less vital job. And maybe have him get some supplies. You know what? Why don't we have him be our contact with Cassandra? He'd like it. And you don't think that he's going to get stars in his eyes and goof that one up? Oh, no, I'm sure he will. But you know what? It'll be good for him. All right, I'll take the scouting job. We'll let Lander make contact with Cassandra. So it sounds like we pretty much have our plan for the next day. So we will go ahead and pass the night without any incident. And it is now the next morning, and we will start with Cranthon. Basically overnight, he doesn't sleep. Like, Magehounds don't have to sleep, but he himself wishes he could. And so he kind of is a bit restless, and he tries to almost kind of meditate, but it doesn't really work. So a lot of the times he acts basically as if he's not slept very well because he hasn't. It's been a weird adjustment. So he's going to leave pretty early, and... Port Macklin would just be alive with people running around and he would just move with a purpose through town and people seeing me would recognize it as a magehound that's looking for its target. And I'm basically going to imitate the magehound that was chasing me, uh, which I am now inhabiting that body. Yeah, inhabiting. So I'll move like very specific with a purpose and I'll go. And when I get near to the alley where... I know that Paleth has his secret dwelling. Then I'll start to kind of circle around a few times to make sure that no one's actually seeing me activate the door to to get inside. And then when I think that the coast is clear, I'm going to move up and I'm going to take the handle. Instead of turning it down, I know that you have to actually push the handle in even though it's like a lever that you would sit, you'd think you'd push it down. If you push it down, it just locks it. So I actually push it in, which then clicks, and then I pull the door, and it opens. So I'll move in quickly. So when you enter in, because it's so early, the place is like dead quiet, and you actually find um, 
Paleth just like passed out. So he's like in his cot in this dwelling he has, and he's got some empty mugs around him. So he's probably had like a late night, uh, and he's like half clothed, just like half in and out of his cot. The cl- uh, bed clothes are all around his feet, and you can just tell that he's like just snoring away, nowhere near conscious this early in the morning. I will go over to him and basically just I'll shake him awake. All right, and we're going to roll see what he does basically initiative <laughs> because a caster just woke up to find a mage hound shaking him. So I'm going to give him a disadvantage because he just woke up, but he's clearly like as soon as he wakes up, he's going to like do something. I got a 18. All right, I got a two. Oh God! And he like takes his hands and he starts to move him towards you, and you you know he's getting ready to try to cast some sort of spell at you. When I see the startled look on his face, I realize what's happened, and I grab him by the shoulders. And I lift him off the ground. Pela, stop fighting. I need to talk to you. And right. I just hold him in the air. All right. So he's just by his fl- shoulders. Flailing. He's trying to like hit your hands. He's kicking you with his bare feet. He's probably breaking his toes against your belly. He's <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And he is going to go ahead and fire off a spell. Uh, so go ahead and give me a higher low. Low. It appears to be some sort of like elemental based attack, like an ice storm or something. And it just gets absorbed straight into you. And it's just. And it's just completely gone. And you can just see him like, oh, fuck. And then he just sort of like, just almost like just sags because he just knows that like that's his most powerful spell and it didn't even move you at all. You don't think he's heard you yet. I will set him on the ground, like standing up. Paleth, that's me, Cranton. He'll start crying. He'll fall to his knees. (laughs) Cranton was my friend. You killed him. Stop being a baby. I'm still alive. I'm just trapped in this thing's body. I'm not here to kill you. I'm here to get information. You're you're not going to kill me? No, it's me, Cranton. When this thing killed me, I was somehow... You're going to kill me? No. When this thing killed me, I was somehow transferred into its body. What? Yeah, I'm just (laughs) as confused as you are. Just pull yourself together and let's talk and let's talk quick because I'm very busy. All right, so he he isn't sure what's going on, but he's come to realization that you're not just going to kill him instantly. So he he sets up and he starts like pushing bottles around and picking them up and like uh, shaking them and then throwing them back down. He finally finds one that's got like half full and he starts to take a big swig, probably trying to like, you know, hair the dog to kind of wake himself back up. And then he sits down and he rubs his hands through his hair. So wait, so you're telling me you're Cranthon. Don't you think if it wasn't me, Cranton, and that I was an actual mage hound, that I wouldn't have already taken you to be a, become a singe by now? Oh, I could be dreaming or insane or something. What was the name of that girl, the one that you and me fought over? Alyssa. Wait, was that her name? I, I don't, don't really remember. I was kind of drunk. I what was either. that other girl's name? <laughs> that, that time I was cheating you in poker. Wait, you didn't know about that. Damn it. <laughs> Everyone knows that you cheat at Dragon's Gambit. They just don't care because they know what you can do with magic. I get, but that just doesn't make any sense. How how are you, Cranthon? You're it, a monster. I mean, in the nice way. <laughs> in the nicest way possible is how it was taken. But unfortunately, I'm very busy and I need your magical skill. I don't have a clue how I ended up here, but I need your help as a friend of mine. I, I, I'll do whatever I can for you. I mean... Well, what do you know of 
the elven magistrate Laos Zymir. No, he's an asshole. I I figured that. He's one of those new pure that everybody's talking about. Thinks he's higher than the rest of us. So what do you know about what he keeps in his vault? Or what can you find out for me over the next couple of days? Well, I don't I don't know much now, but I, I can put some feelers out, but uh didn't he just get called back to the capital? He did, yes, and I don't know why, but I wouldn't have come to you if you didn't have such great scrying magic. Wait, I think I think I might know why. He, why? Uh, he gets up and he starts just like rummaging through some papers on uh on his desk and he's just shuffling through them and he turns around and he holds up and it's like a wanted poster and it basically has the name Dark Discovery Ship Captain Crew Wanted and it has Rogue Mage Hound at the bottom. I think they're looking for you. Well, I think you found me. But I know instead of getting that reward and becoming a singe yourself, you're going to help me. I need you over the next two nights. Promptly on the second morning, I'm going to come to you and I'm going to see what information you have. I do not have long. I need you to scry on the on the Zymir mansion as much as possible. I'll do what I can. I can't make any promises. I have someone who's on the inside who can get me some of the, let's call them components for your spells. Some personal items of Zymir's that might be able to help you with your scrying. It would it would definitely help. What does it what does it feel like in there? You know, like knock on your dunk 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 on your chest. Like are you you? I don't have time for that. It feels like I haven't slept well in five years is how it feels to be honest. But uh I don't know. It's every time I someone attacks me or something, I I want to cast a spell at them and I can't. And oh, I didn't think about just, that. You you don't have your magic anymore? Well, you were always like the most powerful sorcerer I knew. Yeah, and that storm you tried to conjure up, uh, if you noticed how it just got absorbed, yeah, that's pretty typical of everybody around me. Magic has a way of acting funny around me. Man, that's crazy. I don't think I've been called a man in a very long time. (laughs) Now, you have work to do, and I must go. For just the barest of a moment, your eyes are what you... It's weird with you, but you see that wanted poster that he showed you, and at the bottom, in very bold red letters, the the words reward and 10,000 dragons sticks out. I turn to walk out, and before I do, I turn back to him and I said, let me get that poster. I know some people who might want to see that, and then I'll take the poster and then I'll leave. All right, so we will cut over to Lander. So Lander, you are walking through town. I'll say you've, you've got like a little cart almost like a little red wagon that you're pulling behind you that you're filling with supplies. You've already got most of what you actually need for the ship, but now you're just almost like shopping. Just, you know, like a kid in a candy store browsing. There's a, you know, this is a big city compared to most of what you've been in. And um, you've probably never been in a market this size before. Sweet. Well, like you said, I want to go to a candy store. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's no actual candy oh, stores, but, okay, but there well, are shops that would be selling, you know, sweets, um, candies type of thing, but not a, not a just, there's not a specialized economy here for going <laughs> to support a He wants to go store. to a Hooters is what it really is. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to some vendor that sells uh, maybe 
a bar of chocolate, which I will purchase. Okay. That the captain will not know I spent our money on. <laughs> Kate always knows. <laughs> <laughs> and then after I get my nice bar of Hershey's chocolate, I will uh, I'll, I'll look around town and see if I can find uh, some sort of pet store to find out more about my newly acquired pet. Okay. Uh, give me a investigation roll. <sighs> really suck. Oh, wait. Never mind. This isn't too bad. Uh, yeah, it will be a seven. Okay. So you, you ask around a couple different people, you know, asking if anybody's carrying pets or exotic animals. And, uh, most people just kind of brush you off. They're too busy. They don't really care about what's going on with you. But eventually a couple people kind of, kind of give you like, just like random directions. Like, you know, you go that way, turn left, blah, blah, blah. And either they gave you incorrect directions or you didn't follow them correctly. Cause you soon find yourself sort of like in like a bad part of town, this, you know, type of thing like you you've kind of got away from the main area and this definitely isn't where the the pet store would be and there's quite a few uh ragged looking men who are eyeing you and iron eyeing your cart um somewhat suspiciously i'm going to find a quick little hiding spot maybe down an alley like in an alley go to a couple feet in so nobody sees me i want to cast alter self so i look like some big buff guy that you don't want to mess with okay and then, so therefore, nobody wants to steal my stuff, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that just basically happens. Um, I think there's a saving throw for them to see past it, right? What's the DC? I don't think they can see through it because it's not an illusion. It's like an actual physical change. Okay. So, it's not, so as long as you're not trying to impersonate someone they would know, you just look like someone different. Right. Okay. So they will they will seem very confused as they were falling behind this young man pulling a cart laden with supplies, and then all of a sudden this big burly lumberjack-looking dude comes out with the same cart, and uh, you can see them sort of like adjusting their uh, clothes as if maybe they were hiding something they were about to pull out. I say kind of out loud, <laughs> that kid didn't stand a chance, and then just kind of trot off, <laughs> probably like strutting more than I should or even know how to in like some big burly form. Nice. So as you are making your way back to the market, you actually see Cassandra. She is also walking through the market. She's got like a little basket, and she's buying some uh, fruits and vegetables that she's filling her, her basket with. I run up to her and give her a big hug and not realizing I'm still in alter form. All right. <laughs> and, and give her a big embrace like, Cassandra, it's so I good to see you. Roll initiative. <laughs> initiative? Yes, roll initiative. Oh, my God. So when you run up and go to grab her, she just like instantly drops her basket, turns around and like elbows you in the neck. Uh. <laughs> and I'm thinking she probably missed. So what would she roll? I have a really low armor class. Oh, she rolled a nine. Okay. Yeah, it still misses. Okay. So essentially you're bigger now. So she comes around and you're actually taller than she anticipated. So her elbow hits you like in the chest. So it kind of hurts, but it doesn't like get you like right in the throat. Or, like, oh, you know, you choke out and her eyes are like really wide. And she, I mean, she can tell she's scared and startled. All right. Without missing a beat as her elbow hits my chest, I grab that arm's hand and bring it up to a kiss and say, hi, I'm Xander. It's nice to meet you. And I give her a wink like, Hey, you know me. All right, so roll me a charisma check. Ah, oh, no, I rolled bad, but I have good charisma. I want to, yeah. You want to use your story token? I want to use my story token because I really want to. 
Do I re-roll or do you want you, me to You just, just tell me what happens. Okay. So as I throw her the wink, she's really confused, but then maybe she's heard tales of our crew and might know that I, we have uh, either some items that could change appearance or maybe have some abilities that could do so, and she just knows who it is and blushes. Okay, so yeah, so she seems to, like when she hears you say Lander, <laughs> she's like, oh, I thought you said Xander. Lander, okay, I understand. I, I stutter in this this different form. Yeah, she uh, she bends over and she actually, she bends down and she starts picking up some of the items that had fallen out of her basket when she drops it. And uh, and so she when she stands back up, she's she's got that demur uh, demeanor again where she's kind of looking down like shyly and she's like, I think you look better the other way. Yeah, well, thanks. But there's some people that were trying to do me harm, so I had to put on some weight. Show me. I'll take care of these ruffians for you. You know what? Why don't we... Uh... While we walk together, you can keep me safe. I would like that, and she'll hold out her arm. All right, and I'll take it, and we'll okay. stroll on. All right, so are you just going where she's going, or do you want to take her somewhere? Uh, well, I'm still looking for a pet shop. Maybe I'll ask her if, if she knows where any, uh, pet shops are at. Uh, yeah, well, I, I know of a couple vendors who uh, bring in some pets from time to time. Is there something you're looking to buy? Uh, no, just kind of getting some information. Uh, about some more of the exotic and rare types of pets. Oh, I I had a brother. He used to have a pet snake. Yeah, it's kind of like a snake, but not at all. It's uh, more of like an owl mixed with a bear. Some people call them owl bears. She kind of chuckles. I don't think you're going to find one of those in, in Macklin. Yeah, well, I'm not really looking for one. I'm really just looking for some information about one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we probably can, can do that. And uh, and she's walking with you, and, and you see her constantly kind of like, she's like looking over out of the corner of her eye, and when you notice, she looks back straight, and she blushes again I'll, I'll stop by the side of the road and pick like a little daisy off the corner and put it in her behind her ear so yeah she puts it back there charisma roll <laughs> you poke her in the eye <laughs> your thumb face. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have rolled because i really just rolled a one someone else is like stop thief <laughs> that's my daisy somebody just punches me and takes her arm like ah, hey, she's mine now yeah so actually I, d- I do like that you'll hand her the the flower and she's she's allergic to it and like before she realizes you, you like touch it to her face and so just like instantly like a welt starts popping and the side of her face starts to swell Oh, God, I'm allergic to that plant. I'll be like, I like the way you looked before, too. (laughs) Don't blush, blush, honey. (laughs) That's a one on a charisma roll, all right? All right, so we will leave you two looking for for a pet store. All right, so, uh, Cade, you're hanging out in the morning in a bar that's Good place to go at, you know, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, of course, you know, everybody's still there from the night before. For the most part, yep. So uh, they actually would be more cleaning up than getting, like, ready. So they're getting people out of there. They're actually in the process of pulling up the chairs too clean for the day. But they'll make a place for you. Um, basically, you know, there's, like, brown ale, soup, and some dry bread uh, on the menu. All right. That sounds good. Is there is there anybody, jeez... Uh, who has that look of a, of a of a fellow sailor about him? Give me a high or low. Low. Uh, yeah, actually, there is a a gentleman that uh, 
It's got some tattoos that you would associate with someone who sailed several ships before. He actually seems to be there to gather some other crew that were part, you know, that were out all night. So he himself isn't uh, inebriated or just waking up. He's like just exasperatedly kicking some of the other guys, trying to get them up. He's the bosun, isn't he? Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it would have been better if I'd gone that previous night. Yeah. Well, he's hungry, so he's going to get some food. Okay, so you'll get some food. Uh, the there's no like the the serving people aren't there right now. It's just basically the owner, the cook, and the bartender uh, who are there, and uh, it's a kind of a elderly, not old, not elderly, but older female, past her prime, but not too unattractive. Um, she'll come over, and you know she's just kind of sweet on you, probably fishing for a, a bit of a tip, but she keeps your uh, your soup filled and your mug filled. And she'll start asking you questions like, you know, what are you doing in town? Are you, you know, are you new here, sailor type of a situation? I am. We just made port, I don't know, a few days ago at this point. You looking for work or are you hiring on crew? Uh, maybe a bit of both. Just uh, doing some repairs to the ship. We got hit in a nasty storm not too long ago, really, really tore up some of the rigging and whatnot. So the uh, crew's busy, busy fixing and. Busy looking for jobs. Well, they're always looking for ships to take supplies out of here, mm. but usually you have to have a, a writ from the Empire before you can uh, sail unless you're having, you know, a captain who's an elf. Checks his ears. No, not an elf. But, uh, hey, you know, speaking of that, speaking of the Empire, I heard something really funny. Interesting. I mean, being out at sea or, or whatnot, I, I get spattered information when I come back, but I heard something about all the governors across, the magistrates across the empire have been called back. I don't know if it's across all the empire, but within the last two days, some of the other sailors have come in and been saying that in all the cities and ports they've been in, that that's what they're hearing. They're actually seeing ships out. Some of them are going by sea to get back closer to the capital. So yeah, something's going on. They, uh, they've called them back for some big emergency. Do you, any idea what it is? I mean, you don't suppose the emperor's ill, do you? That would make sense if they're worried about the emperor passing and having to elect a new one. Maybe so. That 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 could make sense. And it's been a long time since that's happened. I can't really remember the last time, so I'm not sure how they handle that. But I would think all the magistrates would have to be there. Do they vote? I don't think it's as much as of a vote as the, the emperor chooses their successor, right? I don't know. I thought maybe they'd get feathers and tickle each other. You know, the winner was the one who didn't laugh or something. I don't know. They're elves. They're weird. She kind of giggles a little bit. You don't know if it's sincere or if she's just like, this man's a crazy person. (laughs) But then she goes, let me go fill up your ale. And she turns and walks away. So you'll spend a couple hours here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, they go through the process of cleaning up from the night before and getting set up. There's not a a whole lot of information to really find. Right. Uh, About midday, you'll try to move on somewhere else. Yeah, he's going to move from from area to area. Um, You know, he might have more luck at a gambling hall or or something something like that. Yeah, most of those are going to be better in the evening. Sure. Uh, But you do pass uh, almost like, like a notice board. And there's several wanted posters on there, and one of them catches your eye first because of the amount of the reward. Uh, 10,000 dragons, probably one of the biggest rewards you've ever 
heard of on a wanted poster. So of course that draws of, your, your eyes. Plus you're shorter, so you see the bottom first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as your eyes, you know, scan up, you start to get a little bit more and more shocked. As it mentions a, a rogue mage hound, it mentions a elf conspirator who's missing an arm. Uh, it mentions a young human, a halfling captain, and the name of the ship is Dark Discovery. Information leading to the arrest or capture of these uh, em- enemies of the Empire, 10,000 gold dragon reward. Oh, shit. Uh, kind of says under his breath. Uh, is there other people around this job board? Uh, there's a few. Most of them aren't like looking for work, but they're just curious about the new ones that have come mm-hmm. up. You know, um, so a couple other people. They're also mentioning like ten thousand dragons. Oh, it, it almost like winning the lottery. People start talking about. Oh, if I had that much money, I would do this and I would do that. And and then uh, roll me a perception check. Twenty. And you do actually hear uh, as a couple more like younger kids uh, are walking away, like you know, like teenagers, I guess. One of them says, "You know." I did hear there was a mage hound over in the in the antiquities district uh, yesterday. Do you think that might be the one they're looking for? Maybe we can get their reward. I just kind of pulled the notice off the board and uh, just stuff it up his sleeve and and keep on walking. Okay, we'll go ahead and cut over to Everin. Everin wants to um, not necessarily take on a full disguise, but he'll pull his uh, cloak up a little tighter. A little farther from side to side around his around his face, he wants to take care to wrap his spectral arm in bandages. It would seem to hide its appearance and uh, maybe keep him a little dirty. The bandages, um, so that you can't see that it's see through. But it, he wants to keep it there, and uh, he'll start out earlier in the morning than sunset, and he will just kind of walk through the city as best he can so that he's not uh, accosted by too many people. He won't walk down the center of the streets. He'll walk kind of off to the side, kind of trying to keep out of people's way so that they don't attempt to pay him too much attention. He's basically trying to do what he can to not draw attention to himself while he's uh, going through the streets, kind of creating a map in his head. And ideally, everyone wants to get as close to the mansion as he can without uh, looking suspicious. All right, so that that is going to be difficult because the, the mansion is, is quite a ways outside of town. Essentially, think of it like, like a country home. So, I mean, it's probably miles outside of town. Okay, we have to figure out how to get there. Right, so, um, so you can, without making, I mean, any inquiries that would be suspicious, you can get a, an idea of where it so is. So maybe the first day I just, because uh, we've got a couple of days of this, maybe the first day I try to get a, a layout of the town. Okay, so yeah, so you just basically kind of figure out where the docks are in relation to you know, much like any port town, the bars and taverns are closer to the port for all the sailors. Uh, the more towards the center of the city is the more affluent areas uh, and government buildings. And then the truly affluent people live out, actually outside of the city, more in the country. Uh, well, like some of the more affluent people. And uh, this is actually a little bit odd that this magistrate would have a home this far outside of the city. Use them, they would be inside the government area. Uh, you do learn that the name of the mansion is called the Sunken Hills. Sunken Hills? The Sunken Hills, because of the mansion itself has been partially, like it's it sank into the earth, but it has been rebuilt to stay that way. So it's almost like it's got multiple levels, some are above ground and some are below ground. Uh, so it's a very old, probably predates the Empire mansion, 
very elaborate, uh, beautiful grounds, but very secluded off by itself, quite a ways from, from the city, probably a couple hours ride by horse or maybe three or four by wagon to, to get all the way out there. But you, you're pretty familiar with the, the road that you would take and how you would get from that to your, to your ship. Okay. Upon finding out how far out of town the mansion is, um, during probably the evening of the first or second day after finding the information out, I'll bring it up to our crew. You're all back kind of recapping what you found out. So Cassandra's allergic to dandelions. Who are you? What are you doing on our ship? <laughs> it only lasts an hour, oh, okay. so, I mean. So, Cade, what'd you come up with? <laughs> this pulls the thing out and tosses it on the table. It's the same wanting poster that Paleth showed you. I'll grab the wrinkled poster off of the table and kind of spread it out. At first glance, everyone's eyes widen, and uh, I look at it and say, this is going to cause us some problems. Can I yeah. see it? Takes another drink of his of, of from the mug and kind of gets that scowl on his face as he looks at the watered-down bottle and just goes straight to the bottle. <laughs> so I say, Lander, why don't you do us a favor? Go back, step off onto the gangplank, and look at the name of the ship and see if it changed when I came back onto the ship. Okay, I do that. All right, it is still saying Draco Skydiver. All right, so I come back and I say, nope, still saying Skydiver something. I don't know. Who cares? Very good. As long as the magic is strong enough to conceal us, that's what we need. How did it know? How did, No, seriously, how did how did the ship know? I don't think that this is the right time to be so concerned about that, other than what we need to be concerned about is this poster that's posted around town. Lander picks up the poster and starts drawing a mustache on the captain and a little pirate eye on... It's not a picture uh, of the people. It's a description of the people. <laughs> well, he starts drawing stick figures of the captain. <laughs> With mustaches has, and beards. He has mustaches and beards and a parrot and uh, one eye patch. Lander, were you able to speak to Cassandra? <laughs> was I ever? I found her in the market, and she was happy to see me. Excellent. What we actually need is for her to get some certain items from Laos Zymir's mansion. Well, huh? I don't know if you recall, but you were given a job, okay? So you're supposed to speak to Cassandra. Right, right. No, we talked like tons. Excellent. I'm glad that she's now your BFF. Yeah. Unfortunately. Her favorite color is yellow. <laughs> she really doesn't like flowers. <laughs> and big scary guys, she's a fighter. She punches them right in the chest. Excellent. So, hit a guy? Uh, eh, semantics. We need to test her loyalties because I'd hate for her to break your heart, Lander. So, what I'd like you to do is speak to her when she does her job at the mansion. Ask her to get a couple hair follicles from Zymir. It will seem very weird, but yep. just tell her to do it and just tell her that you'd like to test her loyalties to you. Well, that sounds super creepy. Why are we getting some dude's hair? That does sound really creepy. <laughs> Actually, Kate goes, that does sound really creepy. Do you want to fill us in on why she's going to take this chance? Because this could blow it for us. Yeah, she's snooping around, stealing the guy's hair follicles. As opposed to writing down all the guards and all that kind of stuff. That's like, if if she goes in... It's not like she's going to take a t tally count as she's eyeballing them. 
And again, I don't think they're going to take a tally count of this guy's hairs either. But so if she goes in as like a maid or something like that, but say she gets hired on natural. as a cook, how is she going to figure any? How is she going to get? Uh, how is she going to get a, the guy's hairbrush? All she needs is like a personal item of his. So if it's like a specific plate that he uses or a specific fork that he uses, something that is his personal item, preferably something from him. So hair follicles or like blood if he's bled somewhere in the mansion or something like that. But what you really need to do Where are you is, going with this, brother? <laughs> you know, Lander, with your magical training, some of the items for spells are very weird. I have a friend who's not like you and I and can do innate magic. He has to rely on a spell book. And part of that spell book requires spell components. Similar to some of your spells require components. I think you should have led with this. (laughs) (laughs) See if she'll get it. I don't care how you bring it up to her to where you don't sound like a creep. That'd be your test. (laughs) I I, I think I'm just going to lead with the fact that we need some spell components. Question. You know, my, my knowledge of magic is nowhere, you know, near any of you guys, but how is he having like pieces of him going to help you see in his mansion? Because there's some magical scrying spells where hopefully she, she needs to get some stuff from the guards and stuff that are there. And then we'll be able to see inside there. But if she can get stuff from him, if there's anything left over from say where he sleeps at or what have you, then we'll be able to spy on him in the capital city. I don't, think, a, don't ask how it works. Just I called in a favor. Trust me, okay. it'll work. I think making Cassandra a kleptomaniac at a new place probably sounds kind of fishy. I think this might jeopardize our job, but if you think it has to be done, then it has to be done. I don't think there's any way for us to spy on the mansion or the people within the mansion or... Lao Slymere himself. Well, you're right about that. Without drawing suspicion, unless we use magic. You're right about that, because all the information I found out, uh, city-wise, it's not going to be too hard to get through. The fact is, this mansion that we have to go to is far outside the city, and it's going to take us a while to get to. And even once we get out of the place, if we cause any kind of alarm, we're going to have a long haul back to the boat. It's actually better that it's not in town, because we can use the cover of the woods or fields or whatever. If we absolutely have to. But if we can get this stuff, then we can know what we're going into. I hope you're right. From my information, this is fairly fortified, and it's not like it's built up on a mountain. It's the exact opposite. It's built down into a hill, almost like a sinkhole. They decided, oh, let's take this sinkhole and make it stronger. So it's going to be kind of um, a new challenge. I think it'll be pretty complicated just because of the fact that we're now staring at a poster for 10,000 dragons for each of us. That's why it's better to use my contact than to use us. I'm not doubting that at this point. I mean, we're going to need every bit of information we can. I just hope that she doesn't blow blow the cover. If she doesn't blow her own cover, basically. Yeah, you know, the lady I talked to, a real nice lady named Carolyn who who runs the Rockfall Tavern. Was it dead Uh, inside? Anyways, I was talking to her. She thinks that the reason that all the magistrates have been called back might not have anything to do with 
uh, the reward is she didn't seem to know anything about it, but it might have to do with the fact that the king or the emperor is old and maybe dying soon. That benefits well, us some. We might see uh, those posters vanish if that happens. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was something you guys should know about. Right. At that time, there's a, a loud knock on the door that would lead uh, into the galley. You expecting anybody? I put a blanket over Albie. <laughs> it rips it to shreds. Shh. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I'm not expecting anybody. I'm not. Uh, Kate will pull out his rapier and kind of approach the door. All right. I think we've established before that there's a hole in this door. There's like a window. Like a porthole. Yeah, like yeah. a porthole. So uh, you were looking at... Uh, he has to jump. Okay, so you jump up. And you see the smiling face of Styx. Oh, what? Uh, okay, I got. I didn't see it the first time. He has to jump the second time. I just got a smile on his face this time when he jumps. It's Styx. Did you tell him to come back? No. I don't trust Styx. Yeah, he didn't bother to ask for permission to board the ship. And if you didn't tell him to come back, he either forgot something or he's probably not alone. The doors to the ship are not very thick. <laughs> I'll go talk to him. You go do that. Kate will kind of open the door and, and, and like, like stick his head out through it, but kind of like keep it shut behind him, like pulled shut so Sticks can't see. Th- of course, there's a hole in the door. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sticks, how you doing? I'm doing great. I assume your ship has a smuggler's hold. Why do you ask? Because I think you're going to need it. And he turns and looks, and you can see across the docks, there is a squad of elven soldiers coming toward your ship. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash therpgacademy.com and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. 
And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>